0: is the Weight Loss for Busy CRNA Moms podcast. If you are a CRNA, a busy mom, or a busy CRNA mom like me, and you are looking to permanently lose the weight, this podcast is for you. Like you, I've struggled with my weight. I couldn't figure out how to get it off, and more importantly, keep it off. I finally figured it out once I found Life and Weight Loss Coaching, and it completely changed my life. I approach weight loss from an entirely different way, using my brain, and I am here to help you do the same. Each week, I'm going to give you help. Helpful tips and coaching tools to help you use your brain to get you where you want to be with your weight loss goals. I'm here for you, I can help you, and if I can lose the weight, anyone can. Let's get started. All right, so today we're going to talk about hunger and operating from a fear of hunger. And so, so many people I talk to about weight loss, like, I'm like, okay, tell me about like how you eat, you know? And they're like, I get up in the morning and I have my coffee and then you know I have breakfast. And I'm like, okay, cool. Are you hungry? And they're like, well, no. And I'm like, okay. So why are you eating? And they're like, well, I'm afraid I'm gonna get hungry. And I'm like, okay. Why are we so afraid of being hungry? Like, what is the fear around being hungry? Because I'm going to tell you something. The way that I teach people to eat, there is not room for... we. I don't teach people to eat when they're not hungry. You eat when you're hungry. You stop when you are, like, have had enough. And that is how you eat. And so, and you wonder, you know, I'm like, do you think that eating when you aren't hungry is contributing to your current results? Like and do you think the thought that i'm afraid of being hungry and i'm going to eat when i'm not hungry is contributing to your current results like just something to think about if we were to plug it into a model like what would what would that thought be creating for you okay well let's get back to like why we're so afraid of being hungry i i did this you guys i did this for years okay years I would get up in the morning I'd have my coffee with like a shit ton of almond milk creamer which is like full of sugar by the way and and probably like two Splenda packets like no joke I like my my coffee like white and sugary <laughs> I would grab something easy to bring to work like a granola bar something I'd eat it on the way because I'd be afraid of getting hungry I'd be afraid that like I wouldn't get a morning break and I wouldn't be able to eat. Right. And I'm like, why was I so afraid? And I mean, I think there is a certain amount of PTSD that we have as like nurses and CRNAs. Like when you were in the ICU and you know, no one could cover you and you just had to like slam food in your mouth because you're there for 12 hours and like, you're never really sure when you're going to get a meal, you know, or, um, you know, I have memories of like, it's lunchtime, you're starving the Guy that was like covering OB that was supposed to be available to give lunches has to do a crash section. You have like an add on aneurysm coiling, and the CRNA that looked like they might be available to give lunches to is like stuck in like this excessively long, like Da Vinci turned open X lap case. And you're like, awesome, it's 2 p.m. I still haven't eaten, right? So, like, we remember that our brains remember that, and it's uncomfortable, right? It does feel hunger, you know, like excessive. Hunger in that moment didn't feel good to you. You were anxious, you were stressed, you might have been physically uncomfortable, right? And so we have these memories of this, and we're like, oh, I never want to experience that again. Okay. But what if we could look at hunger in a slightly different way? Like, what if we could say and kind of get like friendly with it and be like, oh, cool, this is my, you know. This is my body just suggesting that it might be time to eat. It's not like a command. It's not like a demand. It's just like, oh, maybe now would be a good time to eat. And I want you to think about, like, we place so much emphasis on this fear of being hungry around the times that we didn't get lunches before, however... I want you to think about how often those things really happen. Like how often that like all the stars align and like no one gets lunch. Okay. I want you to think about what actually ended up happening at the end of the day. Like, were you okay? Did you survive? Was it as bad as you thought it was going to go as it, as you thought it was going to be? Did the hunger maybe even feel kind of crappy and then go away? you know just like think about that so i like to think about hunger like oh cool like this is this is great my body is I'm I'm you know telling me like maybe I could use some food right now. It's a suggestion to eat. When I'm hungry, I know that my insulin levels are probably low. So I'm like, "Awesome. This is actually kind of good because now my body, if I'm not available to like go and eat, I'm like, "Oh, cool. Then this is a great opportunity to give my body a chance to eat its own fat." Now I know there are times that you will be at lunch. You might not be hungry, but it's the only time you have to eat, okay? I totally understand how to do that and like that that happens. This is how I would suggest that you navigate. If you're starting out really not hungry, I would just say eat to a positive two on the hunger scale. And I've got a video about this on my website, actually, if you want some more immediate attention on it. Um, I would just eat to a positive two knowing that your body will probably fill up a little bit more or feel like more full faster because you're not starting from truly empty, from like a truly like negative four hunger scale and go from there as opposed to sitting there and like eating the full meal that you had anticipated and maybe like over overeating kind of by accident. That's how I would approach it. So, So then here's the other thing. Okay, I think the reason, another reason why I was so uncomfortable or people are so uncomfortable with hunger is that we, our bodies are so hormonally out of whack that we really can't work together with them to manage hunger very well. Okay. Like when you are a sugar burner and when you eat sugar and flour all the time, you're body and your brain is going to try to convince you in the form of like cravings and withdrawal symptoms and um, sometimes, which might also feel like true physical hunger, it's going to convince you to eat, to go and eat something, like go and eat something with sugar or flour, go and eat something so that it feels better, go and eat something because you get like a little dopamine hit and a hit energy because it's so much easier and it's so much more efficient for you to just eat something to get the energy that you want. And that your body needs, right? But when you're not on sugar and flour, you're able to actually work together with your body to manage that hunger in a different way. First of all, you don't actually get sugar and flour, like, withdraw symptoms or cravings. First of all, number one. My number two, you're able to teach your body that, like, oh, like, if I get hungry, I can just eat my own fat. Because isn't it interesting, right? You're like, so many of us were like starving. I remember this. Like, I was like, I am freaking starving. Why am I so hungry? But I have 40 pounds of fat on me that my body could easily access, but it just doesn't want to. Because we've trained it to be like, oh yeah, just uh, just uh, make her feel terrible. Brittany, just make Brittany feel terrible. She's going to go get a granola bar. She's going to go get a uh, candy from the candy drawer. She's going to go get that easily. And then we're all going to feel better. It's going to be very... A very efficient way of doing it as opposed to like having to tap into my fat stores, having to break some fat down, having to go deplete my glycogen, like, you know, so when you get off sugar and flour, you stop burning sugar all the time. When you get to a point where you're eating three meals, two meals, you've added in spinner minute fasting, you know, your body becomes in this state of fat adaptation where like it can handle hunger without a problem. You get a little bit hungry, you can, you know, your body literally has its own back. You get a little, a little bit hungry and it's like, no problem, Britt, like I got this. I'm just gonna like go get a snack off of your like right thigh. Cause that's you know, that's that's gonna be your breakfast today if you don't have time to go eat. And I can't even tell you, like going from a place of fear of hunger to a place of like my body has my back. My body can handle this like we are working together to get this done it feels so amazing to the point where you don't desire sugar. You're not really hungry ever. I mean, literally you guys, the other day I did a 24 hour fast and I ex- like, considered extending another six hours. I was like, I'm not even hungry. Like it, it wasn't even a big deal. Like my body is just so efficient at tapping its own fat stores for energy. And so if you decide to kind of adopt this style of eating and adopt this lifestyle, like I promise you, it will serve you so well. You won't be afraid of being hungry. You and your body will work together to handle that hunger. You and your body are going to learn how to eat your own fat and it's going to be awesome. You and your body are going to lose weight and you're going to keep it off forever and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be so amazing, and this is just from like a neurohormonal perspective, not even from like the emotional eating perspective that we deal with with coaching. Okay, like if you can do this, like oh my god, you will be so well served, and you can go to work and be like, you can leave your house, not hungry, not worried about eating. You can go to work, not worrying about whether or not you're going to get a morning break. You can go to work and not worry about whether or not you're going to like have lunch, you know, and you're going to, it's you're you are going to have. You and your body are going to work together and you guys are going to have each other's backs and it's going to be awesome. So that is my tip for you. I have an entire series on my website on the protocol that I make with my clients. I highly recommend you go and check it out. Um, If you are just thinking about trying to make some changes in your eating patterns, like I swear to you guys, if you just like change for a lot of you, if you just change the way that you eat like this way, like you could probably lose some weight and uh, keep it off. Like if you just like listen to what I say from like just a straight up eating perspective, anybody can do that part. Anybody can make a protocol and um, switch to three meals a day, no snacking, become fat, fat adapted, like no problem. Anybody can do that, okay? Like, and I want you to like, please like go, like I'm here to help you. Like this is what I do. Like again, this is what I wanna do. I wanna help you lose the weight that you want to want that you want to lose and I want to help anybody that's looking to lose weight because I'm telling you if I can lose the weight you can lose the weight if I can feel this way about food and hunger you can too I am here to tell you okay so um yeah go to my website check out my videos see if that's helpful and then again if you want any additional help and you're like no like that's not quite like I know I need this help and I'm going to I'm going to work on that but like there's still like a part of me that's like really don't have like the emotional eating piece under control, like that's what I can help you with with coaching as well. Okay guys. So I hope this was helpful. I will talk to you later. Have a great day. Bye.